Ladies and gentlemen, from the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace and Justice, Deacon Gerald Selenty. Hello, everybody. This is Deacon Salenti of the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice. Uh, it's the holiday season for many religions, but it's really not a holiday time. You know, not, a, not a lot of fun in the air. Um, and things are just getting worse. You know, they're calling what has happened with all the businesses going out of business, and now small businesses just... They just found out it's a record amount of bankruptcies since the height of the COVID war. And it's, the damage it's done is incalculable. Incalculable. It, it killed businesses, lives, spirit, sucked the joy out of life, suicide rates skyrocketing, crime way up, homeless, filling the streets, drug addiction, and businesses going out of business. The whole vibe has changed. And now they're blaming a lot of what's happening on the pandemic. Huh, the pandemic. As I keep asking people, how many people do you know that died of, from the coronavirus? How many do you know? No, not what a friend's friend or somebody's friend who knows a friend. How many people do you know? And if you know any of those people, did they have any pre-existing comorbidities? And how old were they? So, did a little research. Since the COVID war began, and this is the official data, 6,882,000 deaths worldwide. That's out of about 8 billion people. 8 billion people. That means 0.09% of the world's population died of it. And 99.991% of the people we're just fine. The Spanish flu, 50 million people worldwide. 50 million. And back then, the population was only 1.8 billion. So that's 2.78% of the population. That was more of a pandemic. But even so, in 1918, the Spanish flu, 675,000 deaths in America out of 106 million people, which is 0.63% that were dead, which leaves 99.67% of the people alive. I'm mentioning this because that's all we kept hearing about what to do to beat COVID. And the only thing they told us to do is to get vaccinated. And again, we all know that story. So, America 
has invaded countries since World War II under the name that they're bringing these places safe for democracy. America's been in 19 wars. This is from the World Future Fund since World War II. The total death toll of people killed by American troops in all these wars put together is over 12 million. So double the amount that COVID killed. And it doesn't stop. The wars just keep going on. Over there in Ukraine, it's heating up again. Russian President Vladimir Putin said relations between Russia and the United States on which global security and stability directly depend are unfortunately going through a deep crisis. He said this this past Wednesday to ambassadors. I cannot but say today that the United States' use of such foreign policy tools as color revolutions, the color revolutions they use, the orange revolution, they use these names when they overthrow a government that's in power, like they did in 2014 when the United States overthrew the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych. They launched the coup in 2014 in Ukraine. Again, the article is in the Trends Journal, written by Dr. Paul Craig Roberts, former Assistant Treasury Secretary under Ronald Reagan. And support in this regard for the coup d'etat in Kiev, he goes on in 2014, ultimately led to the current Ukrainian crisis and made an additional contribution to the degradation of the Russian-American relations. And Putin went on to, they went on to quote Putin back in November of 2022. He said, none of this would have happened if not the February 2014 coup. Now, there's reports out in the New York Times that they leaked a secret NATO plan. And Russia responded by saying, we don't have the slightest doubt about direct or indirect movement of the United States and NATO in the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. This level of involvement is rising gradually. We keep our eye on this process. Well, of course, it makes the whole story more complicated but it cannot influence the final outcome of this special operation, which means that they're going to keep fighting. And no one's talking about peace. It's not allowed. We detail that. The United States and NATO made it clear they will not talk about peace until Ukraine gets what they want. And now this came out about the release that NATO is working with, and the United States with Ukraine to keep building this up. 
On Friday, Secretary of State of the United States, Anthony Blinken, is predicting a Ukrainian counteroffensive. He stated that there are two goals for this Ukraine's many friends and partners. The first aim is helping keep helping Kyiv to win back territories. So they're ramping up the war. No more peace. Could you imagine living there? Oh, in Ukraine, how miserable your life can be. Yep. And the wars just keep heating up. As I keep saying, when all else fails, they take you to war. Now let's go to Israel. Month after month after month after month, week after week after week after week, day after day after day after day, the people were taking to the streets, millions, in protest of the new prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu's Judiciary Reform Acts that basically give all the power to the politicians. So the people have been fighting this. And they haven't stopped. And then Netanyahu put a pause on it. So I will wait till after Passover. So they put a pause on it. And then what happened? This is from Thursday's New York Times. Israeli police raid Jerusalem Mosque, arresting hundreds. They go on to say what happened. And then down near the bottom of the article, they write, Israel captured the site from Jordan in the Arab-Israeli War of 1967 and considers it an integral part of its capital. But most of the world considers it to be occupied territory under international law. And the Geneva Convention said it's illegal. But Israel could do what they want and take what they want. But when Russia has a conflict, it's only one side of a story. And the same with this, only one side of a story. This is the way the world social, this is the way the, New York, the uh, Wall Street Journal covered it. After that mosque attack, which injured many people, Israeli airstrikes target Gaza after militants fire rockets. So in response to the attack on the mosque, they fire these rockets that have killed nobody, done no damage. But they, now Israel now is targeting Gaza and blowing it up more. And they call the people that are attacked by invaders militants. 
It's the invaders that are the militants. Just like the United States calls the people they were killing in Iraq and Afghanistan and all the countries that they've invaded, militants, when they fight back. The militant is the invader, but this is the propaganda. So getting it from another side, the World Socialist website. Israeli fighter planes pounded targets in southern Lebanon and Gaza early Friday, following rocket attacks blamed on the militant clerical group Hamas that controls the besieged Palestinian enclave of Gaza. The rockets, many of which were intercepted by Israeli Iron Dome defense system, caused little damage and minor injuries. Israel's furious bombardment takes place amid escalating tensions following the police's deliberately provocative attack on tens of thousands of Palestinian worshippers at the Al-Aqsa Mosque in East Jerusalem this week. It is bound up with President Benton Jimin Netanyahu's determination to whip up war fever by attacking Israeli enemies, the Palestinians, Iran, and its allies. That's right. When all else fails, they take you to war. And Israel is ramping up the war with the Palestinians. And now they're even speaking about annexing land they have from Jordan. That they've taken control of, where they're just settlers right now, and to make it officially a part of Israel. And again, more and more talk about Iran. And it's global what's going on, the unrest. Over there in France, the protests continue to go on. And what happens? Very clear. You, you read the headline. Protesters in Paris brutally set fire to President Emmanuel Macron's favorite restaurant. These are agents provocateurs. These aren't the protesters. They do it all the time. So you have hundreds of thousands of people taking to the streets and a group dressed up in black with covering their face as well with hoods or Masks, throwing the explosives and setting fire and burning cars. A handful. And that's what the media focuses on, so they stop the demonstrations. These are very unsettling times. And ramping up more war. More than 12,000 U.S. troops from all four branches will join thousands of their Philippine counterparts next week as part of an annual exercise, the largest in 38 years, the largest military exercise in 38 years. What are the Americans doing in the Philippines? Americans, what, in some 700 bases and 
80 countries, 70 countries. Occupy pieces to bring home all the troops. Secure the homeland. Put the troops to work rebuilding our third world infrastructure. And if you want to go to war and you want to send money to keep wars going, let the people vote. Because we pay for the wars with our money and our lives. This is Easter time and Passover and other holidays coming up next week for the Muslims. Where, where are all of the leaders of those religions speaking about peace? There's an article that came out this week. Baltimore Archdiocese long allowed abuse of children, state report shows. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Alleges that 150 people, including priests and archdiocese personnel, abused more than 600 youths. Jesus Christ would be very happy with that. And I was abused. I was beat up by Sister Marie Rosaire in the fifth grade. And she grabbed me by my little blue tie and smacked me and smacked me until she blew out my middle ear. Yep, I'm sure Jesus Christ would have loved that. Oh, and the reason was, which was totally a lie, she accused me of talking during prayers. And that really hurt my life. Then she left me back, so I became the stupidest kid in school. That's what the religions are doing today? It's not ancient history. Where are the leaders of the religions talking about peace? We are going into the worst crisis in modern history. And if we don't have peace on earth, it's going to be hell on earth. And we're having another peace and freedom rally coming up on May 27th up here in Kingston, New York. And so far, we have three speakers, Judge Andrew Napolitano, Scott Ritter, Gary Null, not, excuse me, not Scott Ritter, um, John Whitehead, John and Nisha Whitehead. John Whitehead, you look him up, the Rutherford Foundation. This man really speaks about freedom, peace, and how it's been stolen from us. And they're doing everything they can to help bring it back. And they're going to be here. And all that music and entertainment and food, and it's free. So stay tuned, and do all you can to help all those you can, particularly during the season. The more we do to help everybody, the better direction we go in. Thank you for tuning in, and all the best.